This is Yep, I Did That with Amanda and Jonna. Hey, what's going on? Well, you know, just frantically making the studio not smell like someone died in it. Or I'm so glad I came <laughs> late. <laughs> so if you are one of the followers that buys us a drink, well, last time we had a beer. Yes. And I think it spilled a little bit onto a carpet. Like our, our trash was knocked over when we walked in. And it smelled like a grown adult just peed. But it's also L.A., so I was like, is someone in here? Did say, that actually could happen. <laughs> or it was a trash panda. True. That's a lot of pee, though. There was a spot. I mean, it could be a raccoon. It could uh, be a trash panda. Okay, well, we might have a raccoon. Have I told mascot. you that we've started calling Ellis our trash, trash panda? panda? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's obsessed with the trash can right now. And so, like, I caught him eating like a mini beef taco that Kyle Ew, threw away out of the trash can God. and I was like no <laughs> trash panda so we call him trash panda uh. um yeah oh by the way this is yep I did that hey the podcast that talks about health and wellness things not uh, me calling my son a trash panda <laughs> actually we probably do that too a lot I think we do uh. <laughs> um and uh, where we are talking about all the things that we have tried or want to try and whether they're health and wellness things that are good for you to do or maybe you should steer away from. And we're going to save you some pain and agony. Yes. And I'm Jonna. And I'm Amanda. And Amanda is super smart. Can you tell us all the letters that are behind your name? <laughs> I have my master's of, nu- master's of science in nutrition, and then I'm a registered dietitian. <sighs> So she's who we listen to. Yes. And Jana is the one who actually goes and like seeks out all of the alternative medicine. Yeah, I dropped out stuff. of college. <laughs> <laughs> who really needs college? It's fine. You do. I mean, I did, but it's fine. You know, it's whatevs. Um, so how was Mother's Day? Oh, it was so sweet. Um, Dietrich is just finally old enough to like start planning things on his own. So Aaron just had him plan what he wanted to do. And because of the adoption, we're saving all our money. So I was like, I don't want to spend money. Yeah. So Dietrich um, planned a fort day and Aaron made like the most beautiful fort with him. And we played, he wanted to play games. So he played it. Um, Candyland. The best. And then um, we had wine <laughs> that Aaron picked, but then all the food was stuff that Dietrich picked. So we had like a strawberry individual yogurt, um, some salami sticks, prosciutto, blackberries, Cheetos, <laughs> but they were gluten-free. Apparently he like uh, freaked out in the store because there was gluten-free Cheetos at Trader Joe's. Oh, he's the... Like, Dietrich is seriously the sweetest. He made my, so makes funny. my heart so happy. It was so cute. He um, picked out flowers and the stuff. The Cheetos part was really funny. But I was like, he knows you guys incredibly well, where he was like, um, yeah, I got you uh, pros- prosciutto and yeah. uh, salami and <laughs> some goat's cheese. <laughs> yeah, it was so cute. So that's what we did for Mother's Day. We watched Thor. 
oh, hey, I could have also let you borrow that because my son bought it. Exactly. So it's very good. (laughs) It was really funny. I thought it was funny. uh, Out loud. I know. I'm way behind the times. Everybody's like 12 superhero (laughs) videos past that. Like, uh, hey, 2017. Yep. (laughs) But it was good. So, yeah, it was really sweet. What did you guys do? Uh, So Kyle's gone. Mm. He's still on the road. Um, But Elsa and I went to church. And then our beautiful friend Mary took me to brunch. Um, and it was fun. And it was just really chill. Ellis was in a very good mood, so that helps. That was your Mother's Day present. And that was my Mother's Day present. <laughs> the fact that, like, it was a wonderful day. Yeah. Like, I had so much fun hanging out with him. So, so good. It was good. Relaxed, Yay. chill. Didn't do much. Well, happy Mother's Day to all you mamas out there. Yes. And we owe you guys. We have like an IOU episode, which is sleep part two. Yeah. Which we got carried away last week talking about sleep and we could have talked way longer about it. So we decided to do everyone a favor, including ourselves and part two that episode. Yes. (laughs) So here we are back to continue that conversation and talk a little bit more about sleep. And I'm going to turn that over to Amanda now. Yes. So. I like after we did the first part and I went home and I was thinking about it. I was like, what are my like sleep habits? And we talked about like how as a kid, my mom would put on the movie and I would listen to like tapes and stuff. And so it's all about the auditory. And then I remembered how selfish I am uh, at sleepovers (laughs) or if I had like my childhood best friend would like stay at our house or like she lived with us for a little bit. And I if we were in the same room, I'd be like, hey, could you just like tell me a story? And I needed like auditory stuff. And so I selfishly asked people, I'd be like, you should just tell, like, just make up a story. And I was like, let's play a game. Like, you tell a story and then I'll tell a story. But you'd go to sleep. And I would go to sleep because I'm a huge asshole. (laughs) (laughs) And how old were you when you were still doing this? I was probably in like uh, elementary all through that. And then probably in junior high, I tried it and people were like, nah, I don't want to do that. And be like, (laughs) yes. Um, and I had to just watch TV whenever I was allowed to have a TV in my room. Mm, and now you're, yeah. do, you're doing it to your kid now. I know. <laughs> I actually was thinking about that. I was like, I need to stop with the... It's just to block out the noise. Yeah. Do white Which noise. So or like a big box noise, fan. And he has... Um, he has white noise and then he has this like fan, like space heater, but it's on the fan yeah. right now. Um, but because his his room is right in the middle of our house... And mm-hmm. so it's unfortunate, like, it can't, it's not upstairs or, like, off a different room. Whenever he was in, like, our bedroom sleeping, I didn't care because it was, like, at the very back. So us on, like, rosebud nights or, like, us hanging out in the living room never bothered me that, like, I would wake him up. Right. You know? Um, and there's no, like, door to, like, separate his hall, like, his room from the hallway into the living room. And so. And we get loud. And we get super loud. If any of you have ever <laughs> If you follow us on Instagram, you probably get like little glimpses into the weird (laughs) that is our rosebuds. Yes. Which actually has been happening on the same day we've been recording lately. So. Which has been fantastic. That's super fun. We just take the party. Keep the party going. Uh, Yeah, but I am petrified that I'm turning him into me. It's fine. It's all right. It's fine. You're great. I'm great. I'm fine. Whatevs. Is there anything that you've like reflected on? Uh, well, definitely. So we actually recorded last week's episode last week. So we've had yeah. seven days exactly yeah. now. 
And I have thought about uh, screen time before bed. Yes. And I was in bed a couple nights ago looking at Instagram stories and saw Amanda was posting from Yep, I Did That. Posted like <laughs> screen time coming at you or something yes. like that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm doing it too. Yes. So I've thought more about that. And um, I, the nights, I probably like three or four of the nights have not brought a screen into bed or read or anything. And I've fallen asleep so hard, so fast. So that's so good to hear. I need to really stop. Like the past few nights, I've also fallen asleep with my phone in my hand again. (laughs) And I'm just like, stop. I even knew like even last night I tried to do like a bath and I start like my new nighttime ritual of a bath relaxation. I was just breathing in the bath. I didn't like have. I wish I could just be a fly on the wall watching you breathing <laughs> I was awkwardly. Doing kind in the of back. like my weird breaths that I do for like uh, strengthening my core Ugh. and like just trying to relax. And then uh, as soon as I got out, I did dishes and then I got in bed and I looked at my phone. Dude, I wish that I did dishes ever. <laughs> I can't go to bed with dishes in the sink. It stresses me out. Ugh. It stresses me out too. And then I just hide. I know. It stresses me out like other places too if like i'm not like at your house because i'm not spending like the night there but if it's like at my parents <laughs> it would stress house you out if you were spending the night at my house or at my in-laws house i always have to like remind myself that it's not my house and so i like just let them do what they want like i always try to like put all the dishes in the dishwasher everywhere i'm at and sometimes they're clean and i'm like oh i can't do it yeah it's very stressful I wish. I was just telling Aaron, we don't have a dishwasher in our apartment. This is a total side tangent. I know. Uh, You're lucky if this makes it to the podcast Mm because I'm sure I'll get cut. (laughs) But uh, I feel like I it's like probably six to eight hours, seriously, a week of me doing dishes without a dishwasher. That's disgusting. I don't know what I would do without a dishwasher. I just run and hide. And then it takes me like two hours to do the dishes one day. Yeah. That's what like petrifies me. That's why I have to do them right away. I'm like, why build up? And Kyle like leaves them in there. And I'm like, stop it. Just wash them. Your food can be a little cooler. It's fine. Yep. It's fine. Smart. Yeah. Um, So one of the things that I was also thinking about whenever I was thinking back that we didn't talk too much about is like the circadian rhythms of like our life. Have you looked into that and like read about like what that is at all? Um, well, when I was talking just about, um, going to sleep when it's dark and yeah. waking up when it's light. Yeah. Oh, that is something else I incorporated. I opened up like all our blinds so that it, like, as it gets light, we wake up Oh, nice. and that has been working. I've been like waking up like it's day at 6am and usually I don't, but I've <laughs> also been putting myself back to sleep. Yes. But I think but as okay. I like start getting there, I still haven't closed my blinds. I'm hoping to get to like 10 PM. I go to sleep and like seven, I wake up. That's like, so I looked up all these charts for like the circadian rhythm and it's basically Mm -hmm. like for you, but the optimal time to go to bed was between like 10 and 11 and then waking up between like 630 and 7 because then at like between 2 and 4 a.m. is whenever you're at like your deepest sleep, which Mm -hmm. I was and thankfully it's all individual and it could be later or whatever, but like the past few nights mainly it might just be because Ellis makes noise, but at 3 a.m. I'm always like awake. Um, and I don't know if it's like just me and my internal, like something is going on, but I'm not in my deepest sleep at That's 3 a.m. That's probably what it is. And it has to be the, like mine is before or after it. Mm. Um, but yeah, your goal is like the, the main like 
target areas that people I'm like so healthy. Say, like so healthy. It's like the best. Um and it's just basically like the background of the our like circadian rhythm of just like how we go throughout our day. And with the light, like John was talking about, darkness, it all like controls how our body like responds, whether we're like getting tired or the release of serotonin, melatonin, all of that stuff. Um, how we were talking about the light um, affects the pineal gland. <laughs> My favorite gland. <laughs> Your favorite gland. Um, and so it just interferes with all of that if it's supposed to be like nighttime, you know? And so I thought that that was super interesting just to get back to kind of like the the root of how our bodies work. And it's kind of more of that like Ayurvedic like kind of way of thinking of health, mm-hmm. of being like grounded and just kind of being like, hey, let's get back to like our our natural rhythm of life dealing with like sleep. You I've, know? Yeah. I've thought about in general, like if you have a hard time waking up and I did do this this morning. I know that like sunlight is supposed to be the key to like starting your day in general. Like, yeah. Um, ugh, I just I say like so many times. Thank you for being my friend, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for dealing with our nineties <laughs> vocabulary. Um, I've heard multiple places. I wish I could source this. That when you wake up, you should open all your blinds and like let the sunlight wake you up. Um, because our brains response. Maybe it's that pineal gland. It I don't is. Know. Yeah. Perfect. Um, response to that. So today I walked out onto our balcony and like opened the door in the sun and did like a big yoga stretch. Just like welcomed the universe. I love it so much. (laughs) The next time I want you to have Aaron record you and stand on the corner of your balcony and do the Titanic like pose off of it and just like welcome. And we live on a busy street. Every street in LA is busy at rush hour, but we live on a really uh, a street that connects two freeways basically yes. um and so i was doing it and i was like oh these people are just so weirded uh, out by me <laughs> people are not weirded out by you we live in los angeles and everyone is so consumed by themselves here like there is no there's no way someone else is focusing on you you know yeah well that happened so that's a hot tip i guess that's kind of random but also has to do with those rhythms is Getting yeah. in the sun when you wake up in the morning is so helpful. Yeah. Which, and then that starts the 20 minutes a day of being in the sun, and you're just setting yourself up for freaking, freaking success. Yes. <sighs> you're going to kill it. I almost said the other F word. And sometimes I like, Kyle says it so much. It's just part of my like natural <laughs> vocabulary. And then I feel like not everyone wants to hear that. I'm word. Amanda Spencer so because like... <laughs> I feel strongly that some of you have toddlers that are listening that to this. That is true. <laughs> and it just naturally comes out of my mouth. But if any of you listen to Amanda's favorite podcast, um, My Favorite Murder, oh, yeah. I started listening to just have something to connect with Amanda on other yes. than this stuff. <laughs> And I listened for the first time. And I was like, this makes so much sense. Every other word, I was like, oh my gosh. We had to wait till Dietrich fell asleep to turn it back on. Oh my gosh, yeah. Dietrich cannot be awake no. for that because he will for sure just be like, uh, what's that? They are goals, though. They're freaking funny. They're so funny. Um, yeah, they're hilarious. But yeah. yes, the F word is one of my favorites. Um <laughs> So have you ever taken, I've never taken a sleep aid. Have you? So I have taken melatonin. Okay. But not recently. Any prescription based ones? I wish I would have looked into this, especially now that 
I've been looking at stuff for this podcast episode. Uh But when I was pregnant, I took, um, oh, dog on it. What's it called? It's the like, you can go and get this sleep aid, like just at Walgreens. You don't have to get a prescription. Unisom. I took a half a Unisom um, and B12 when I was pregnant to help with nausea. And it it did help. Like that's literally how I existed for the first two semesters of Dietrich's some creation yeah <laughs> try you call them semesters <laughs> you guys i told you i was running around like crazy before this started i'm like literally stripping little like pieces of clothing off i'm hot i'm all discombobulated i'm like searching articles while amanda's talking it smells still a little bit Ugh, okay trimesters trimesters i should actually while we're doing while we're talking, I should make sure that Aaron's computer didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was thinking about that. It's totally dead. Is it really? It's done. I don't know how long we've been talking. No! This happens to us so often. It looks like it's still going. Is it? It is going! <laughs> Shauna lied to us. <laughs> I was like, that track bar looks like it's moving. Oh, gosh. <laughs> We're for sure cutting a lot of this. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> or let's leave it in. We'll see. I think it's funny. Um, so, <laughs> Jonna took Unisom. Uh, it helped with nausea for her first two trimesters. Yeah. Not semesters <laughs> of her pregnancy. <laughs> yes. That's true. Um, no, I've... I, have been petrified to do anything like i'm scared to take unisom i'm scared to take uh outside of if i'm sick i'll take like a tylenol cold or flu or whatever very rarely and it's not the nighttime ones like i'm petrified the nighttime all of those things do i think it's aaron i haven't taken anything for so long since i've gone so natural but one of us living that natural life yeah I think NyQuil makes one of us, either Aaron or me, I can't remember which one, super antsy, like the yeah. opposite. And it also, and it gives one of us bad dreams. I feel like it just, it, I want to say it's so bad. It just, <laughs> it messes with your brain so much that like, it, that's what scares me where it's like, it gives you bad dreams or like, ultimately my issue is that like, I don't think I thought about it but the fact that it like is messing with like your own circadian rhythm Mm -hmm. you know like that's that's the thing that I feel like my biggest issue with it now is that Mm -hmm. it's messing with your circadian rhythm before it's just my hypochondria of like what if you're like that sleepwalking killer yes Mm -hmm. um like people I know on Ambien so like I've never taken Ambien Kyle's taken it once um, whenever he was going to Europe to play on a tour, they were like the dude he was playing for was like, "Hey, take this so you can sleep because for, it was like, like yeah, because it was like mm-hmm. off hours so that we you won't be jet lagged whenever you get off." And he was like, "Okay," and he was like, "Amanda, I took it. I fell asleep before we took off, and I woke up and we were on a runway, and I thought we hadn't taken off yet, and he had slept the entire fifteen hours." That sounds actually flight. amazing, right? But that's so scary too, yeah. where you're just like, I don't remember anything. Like I didn't wake up once; I was like completely asleep. And 
that scares me. And then this, like, so I'm definitely not saying her name or what city I lived in. But mm. um, we do have a friend that also, like, her and her family all, like, take Ambien and there's lots of crazy stories, but the most ridiculous one is that, like, sleep driving is a thing. And she took Ambien, and then she was like, I have to go, like, do something. Like, I don't know if it was because she thought she, she had to go to work or she had to go somewhere, but, like, she was driving. And then she was like, oh, shoot, I forgot something. And she got out of her car, did not put her car in park, <laughs> and she ran over her own foot and broke it. <sighs> I have to know who this is. I'm going to ask after this podcast stops recording. <laughs> that's really crazy, though. Right? See, that's how that freaking killer... Yeah. Did did he get off? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, like the... I don't, I don't know if I know this, but I'm sure that people have tried to use that as an excuse because there's like... you. It causes memory loss and then mm-hmm. like sleep driving and things you like that. So it scares the ever, ever that guy living in the 90s me. that like stabbed his wife and then said he was sleepwalking. Oh, I'm sure if you say the name, I'll remember. All right. With my true crime. Now we're just becoming another we're just podcast. Becoming another, we're changing <laughs> changing directions of, yep, I did that. Right now. Hard left turn for the rest of our time. No we'll more filling that highly saturated <laughs> just, market. Yes. All right. More true crime. Um, <laughs> but without all of the awesome sound design. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, no, but, I agree. That is scary. Yeah. So I did look up as to why people take ambient or like why ambient even exists mm-hmm. and the, the super scary part is that ambient is supposed to be the like better one so like all the sleeping pills or sleeping aids before ambient came out had even worse like side effects and then they were like hey we need a pill that like has way less side effects and like better for you all that jazz and um they came out with ambient and then now it's just seeing that these side effects are even more detrimental than the ones prior. Like people are experiencing mental or not mental loss, just like memory loss continually. Um, and then it's just super scary. Yeah. But the whole point is that it like is a GABA antagonist, which is gamma amino butyric acid. And so it makes it to where that is going to be, not working Mm -hmm. um right yeah and so that like helps cause like a sedative effect it's crazy it's all to do with the GABA if we're opening that sleeping can sleeping pill can of worms also if you hear crunching I'm eating seaweed because she is stereotypical (laughs) she's so basic I'm also drinking white wine because that's my new goal to that, become a white wine connoisseur. Did you talk about that last time? That you I don't were know. Like all about wanting to. Become, I think I might have just, just talked been to you us. about it. Yeah, your goal is to white wine, and my goal is to like rosé, which I said to Aaron last night. I would be happy with that too. Yeah. Anyways, so I was looking into sleeping pills today, and when I mentioned earlier that I was frantically looking for articles, for some reason they didn't bookmark where I thought I did. Um, I bookmarked a couple studies, but there's one in particular from ASU, and I wish I had the article in front of me right now. It might be this guy. I'm looking at a CNN article. Um, hit, um, also, ASU is Arizona State. So I was like, yay. Um, his name is... Go Sun Devils, right? <laughs> Sun Devils. That's okay. where I dropped out of. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Youngstead. 
Um, he's a sleep researcher there. Okay. Okay. So he says that they're extremely hazardous. And um, in particular, they were saying that it's like equally as dangerous and bad for your health as smoking like a pack or two of cigarettes a day is how bad sleeping pills are. And I wish I could find it, but the insane side effects are like in increased risk of infection by 70%, heart attacks by 50%. It's like they said that they did recognize that there was um, like other factors in mm-hmm. this study, but just those numbers alone were like, stop taking sleeping pills. Do you think it's because of like people also do like sleep eating whenever they're taking like sleeping pills? That it could be like you're making really poor choices or they also pair it with alcohol that like then extrapolate into the like infection and the heart attack or things like that. Mm-hmm. My guess is honestly. I like that I'm asking you to tell me like. <laughs> and this is my guess also. Yeah. But my guess is that um, it's actually just the ingredients in it and then something with how it's like messing with our chemistry in our brain or that gland. Um but either way, I would recommend not doing it. And they all recommend, like, don't take anything, including melatonin, which yeah. shocked me because I was like, what? They said exercise. Just exercise. That's exercise like the best. and then also your diet. Like yeah. it, it, What we talked about last episode, like, your diet is one of the biggest things. And thankfully, so many more doctors are starting to, like, go this route. Right. Where it's, like, food first, medicine second to third. You know, like, let's figure out what else is going on versus like just giving you a pill. If like you're suffering from insomnia, what can we do lifestyle wise to Mm -hmm. change this instead of just being like, here, take Ambien here, take Unisom, take melatonin. And if that doesn't scare you enough, the university of Washington in 2015 had a study that showed a disturbing in quotes (laughs) link between sleep tablets and dementia. Yeah. I would say that's with like the memory loss. Yeah. So I, I don't just know. like that, like the, it's so, I hate like having to have the catchy title, you know, where it's like the disturbing, I know. whatever, but it is, it is disturbing. Well, I it's mean, scary that like these medicines that are supposed to be helping us could actually be leading to more cases of dementia and Alzheimer's yeah. down the road because we don't know what it's doing to our brain chemistry. Right. And it, what's crazy is this says over a million people in the U.S. suffer from insomnia. Yeah, that's what we were talking about last week. There was like 30% of Americans are suffering from or like 70 million people. What did I say? Hold on. I have my actual statistics that I um, wrote it down. Yeah, 70 million Americans suffer from sleep disorders and insomnia is the most common and 30% are um, of those 70 million is suffering from insomnia and 10% are chronic insomnia. That's insane. And mm-hmm. so mo- like it's this says many take yeah. sleeping pills. I would imagine because if you're at that point, you're just desperate Mm -hmm. um, and you don't have you don't think you have the time or the effort to change your lifestyles. But um, let's talk about melatonin. Yeah, I feel like most people think that that is a really safe thing to take because it's naturally found in our body. Yeah. Um, And I the studies that I looked up that it didn't say anything like negative for melatonin in the sense of like side effects or but the actual like absorbability mm-hmm. that most supplements they don't pass the first like realm or first part of digestion 
they continue on and they get excreted. So they don't actually get absorbed. And so whenever the, the studies that I looked at, there were a couple different ones. They looked at like oral um, two to four milligrams of melatonin just to see what got absorbed and if it made it past this first thing and only 10 or three to 15 percent actually got absorbed. And so yeah. the only things that like saw that it could was like an oral like liquid was more absorbable, but even like sub subcutaneous injections into the skin were not absorbed. And so like melatonin not coming from food or being synthesized whenever within the body, like if you're taking a pill, most of it is not being absorbed. So I don't know if it's like a placebo effect of people feeling like Probably. they get tired because they're taking it and so they feel like they can sleep, mm -hmm. but only 3 to 15% of these studies that like this one, the most recent one that I looked at was done in 2016 to like review and it's mm -hmm. only 3%. Yeah. I mean, what I read was, um, the study that I read was something like, and again, I don't have my stinking bookmark, <laughs> but it said on average, I think people that took melatonin fell asleep seven minutes earlier than people that didn't mm -hmm. and slept eight minutes longer. It's really not. So that means they got one extra minute. Yeah. Right? Seven well, minutes. Well, sentiment seven minutes before and then eight oh, minutes. Oh, so like twenty longer, minutes. So longer. fifteen minutes longer. And also, um, from what I've read, it's one of those things where it can like it messes with your circadian rhythm. Mm -hmm. Right? And uh -huh. after a couple days it does nothing for you. So all it's like a hormone therapy, basically. Yeah, I think a cup I can't remember if it was the melatonin or if it was something else where it was basically like you have to <laughs> take it for at least like two weeks in order for it to build up in your body. Like, I don't remember if it was the melatonin or it might be one of the other things that like, oh, that I was, a sleep was thing? talking about. Yeah. Cause um, I know Vitex is like that. Yeah. I feel like a lot of things that are like hormonally because melatonin is a hormone that gets huh. released from our hypothalamus or the pineal gland. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, it has to be regulated. And so it, it makes sense why it would, but then also like, because your crunches of the seaweed, um, because the um, whole idea of like people don't know exactly how much is being absorbed. So I think people overdo it. Mm -hmm. um, so they like over supplement or they over indulge in it. And it's like, I don't know if that's beneficial because they're trying to get past that like first absorption thing. Right. And then I'm like, well, if that high dose, is that actually hurting you or is well, that yeah, beneficial? From what I've you read, know? like the dose should be really individualized. Like yeah. it should be done with a doctor if you're doing it. And yeah. also just melatonin is not well regulated, just like any yeah. other supplement. If you can't find a trusted vendor, you don't know what you're putting in you. You don't know what actual level of what is in it. Um, totally. So, I mean, I took it probably... I was like 18 when I was like, let's take melatonin. That's like me whenever I'm like, let's take hydroxycut. <laughs> It'll be like a really good idea. Basically. That's fine. So I think the goal is just exercise. Oh. Mm -hmm. What's happening? And eat. <sighs> hey. Did it die? What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've been, I, was, I was watching it. <gasps> From um, where? The, you left it open oh. so I could see it. <laughs> It's like the door is closed. How are you watching the screen? Oh, okay. I'm really, really smart. 
Um, but so if you are trying to increase your melatonin, the studies that I did look up to actually talked about like eat foods that have melatonin in it and that also like help increase melatonin. So I'm just going to tell you what those foods are and write them down because you need to start eating them if you are a melatonin fan. Going to write these down myself. Um, fish and eggs. Those are the animal like sources that are highest in melatonin. Nuts. Certain types of mushrooms, um, which the study didn't go into, so I will look up more in depth and I will let everybody know. But mushrooms, um, germinated legumes and seeds. So that means like um, essentially like sprouted or germinated. So it's mm-hmm. like taking the time to like sprout and it's soaked. Right. Um, and then yeast, the specific one is Sarcomyces cervicae. And that's one of the strains that I always recommend that if you're taking a probiotic, a Sarcomyces cervese should be in it. Um, and so if you're taking a probiotic, that should be also giving you melatonin. I wish you could see me just typing Sarcomyces cervese. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's I, a ridiculous I looking will, couple words. I'm really excited to see what it looks like. Um, I'll show but you those right are. Now close yes I was like you just left out some of the things um and but those are the foods you like so if you think about it if people are taking melatonin most people are probably eating the sad standard American diet and so they're not eating fresh fruits vegetables meat and fish is one that people probably don't eat very often at all Mm -hmm. and then eggs have had such like a up and down within the nutrition community where it's like Eat eggs. Don't yeah. eat eggs because they increase your cholesterol. Eat eggs. You know, like mm-hmm. whatever. Like don't eat eggs because they're not like chickens Free are range. not. Yeah. And then it's like specific ones. And then we had an egg shortage and then whatever. So um, I think that if you look at it, why people are taking melatonin, it's reflective of our diet. Right. And so if you actually just start eating a whole food plant-based diet, you would probably be getting enough melatonin to actually be going to sleep. And you won't feel like you need the melatonin. Right. So, and we can just eat that at any point of the day and it just helps our body start. Mm-hmm. But if you also make it. sure you have it at night, then you'll be, the melatonin actually, they did studies where it was, they like ate the food and then tested the blood to see if it actually entered the bloodstream. And it did. And it did. That's amazing. So mm-hmm. for dinner, maybe like fish and yeah. some sprouted legumes. Yeah. And some mushrooms. I like a salad sauteed. with some mushrooms or sauteed mushrooms. Mm. Yeah. All right. Sprouted seeds. I'm sold. Sold. Shit. Cool. Yes. Um, and then if the only other like few supplements I looked up that if you are adamant about taking something and you need to, some alternatives to Ambien are valerian root. Okay. And then uh, passion flower. They both do this similar thing with the GABA mm-hmm. that um, Ambien does. And uh, they're both just cause a sedative effect. But just make sure again – getting it from a really trusted thing and talk to a doctor just about like how much you should be taking because it's all varied and again like that's like you're like band-aid exactly i would much choose much rather you do what we talked about last week where it's about creating those good sleep sleep habits of like spending 20 minutes out in the day on the sun out in the day just spend 20 minutes out in the day Just do it. <laughs> yes. In the sunshine of the day. <laughs> Just be in the day. And 20 we, minutes in the I sunshine. Saw in and the overheard day. LA, which is super funny if yes, you, you live in LA it. or if you just think LA is ridiculous. It's super spot on with the mm-hmm. culture. 
I saw one that was a yoga teacher talking to her class and she said, like, do some, like salutations and oh, give uh-huh. gratitude to all of the people that have let you in on the freeway during rush hour. <laughs> Which I was like, where is this yoga class? Can you tag that class? Because that's awesome. That would be amazing. Also, give gratitude gratitude to to the the sun. Yeah. Oh, to the sun. That's better. (laughs) That's where you should. Which sounds like worshiping the sun. Please uh, do your thing. But, but, you know, just it's all about perspective. Opening yourself up. Where it's like the sun gives us nutrients and helps us be able to sleep. And then also going to sleep at the same time every night and waking up at the same time. That's kind of going to help your circadian rhythms. Mm -hmm. Um, And then eating a plant-based diet, eat that freaking rainbow. Yes. And we probably won't be able to... We're not going to get to um, some of the episodes we we have in the future already about mental health, but Mm -hmm. that is this month, Mental Health Awareness. So look forward to those episodes in the future. It won't happen this month, but... Sleep is so tied to that. And we did talk about that the last episode. So just getting into those um, like rhythms and healthy habits helps so much with your overall mental health. So if that's something that you're prone to or struggling with, you're not alone. And also this should be like step one. Exactly. I mean, and if you think about it, majority of the things like, again, I don't think I've ever been able to... Outside of going and talking to a therapist, like with my eating disorder, I haven't talked to anyone about like other stuff that's gone on with my life. I probably should. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like majority of the people who are suffering from insomnia are also probably suffering from some sort of like anxiety mm-hmm. or um, just mental health. Like the, our world is so crazy. Yeah. Um, there was a quote that I read where it was basically like, um, I can't remember if it was from like, uh, a Buddhist monk, but it was in like that article I was telling you guys about last week from the like integrative doctor mm-hmm. that was just basically saying that like we're so preoccupied about like our work and our life that we're actually missing everything that's going on. Yeah. Like we are so not present and we're not indulging in the areas of our life that we should be. And that's causing like the mental discourse Mm -hmm. and it's so true and like my husband he will is very open about it but he's like had to deal with so much mental health like Mm -hmm. stuff and anxiety and like he has like horrible dreams at night and it's just all linked you know where it's like he has to take care of himself in order to feel better and to then sleep good you Mm -hmm. know and it's all it's all linked and I think that a lot of these supplements too are like the valerian root, the passion flower, the ashwagandha that we talked about last time also decrease anxiety. So that mm-hmm. also is like helping to create more of like a calmness to you so that you can right. sleep. And you know? I am super fascinated by CBD and would love to do an episode oh my on gosh, that later. Yeah. But I am like super pro trying that, starting there, starting with sleep, starting with diet before you guys jump on to the medication. Yeah hamster wheel that is America right now. Um, And that's not to say that it's bad for you to be on medication if you need to be, but just also just, these are some like beginning steps to try before you get to that point. Yeah. Our, our friend who's actually watching my son right now, um, right before we came, cause he knows the person that I was telling about the, the foot (laughs) running over. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
And uh, he was just talking about how, like, yeah, like that family just kind of shells out pills. And I'm yeah. like, but it's not uncommon. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's the American way where it's like if you're dealing with something, mm-hmm. a pill will fix it. Right. It's the same with like I was watching that 70s show today. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the episode where uh, Eric is trying to figure out what he's doing with his life. Mm-hmm. And his mom is like, be a chiropractor. And then he like makes Donna's neck like super whatever. And uh, she's a nurse and she's like, I'll fix it. And she just hands her a pill bottle. And she's like, just take that. And she's like, is this even safe for me to take? And she's like, it fixes everything. And I'm like, that's very much the culture that is mm-hmm. continuing today where it's like, just take this. Mm-hmm. Um, and my dietitian self will not be okay if I don't say that if you do take medicine or you take Tylenol or uh, NyQuil or whatever, like make sure that you're pairing cruciferous vegetables with it because we've talked about, and those are what, Jonna? Not, it doesn't mean crunchy. It doesn't mean crunchy. (laughs) (laughs) Kyle finally listened to our podcast and he thought that was the most hilarious thing he's (laughs) ever heard. He was like, I like I laughed out loud whenever Jonna was like, yeah, crunchy vegetables. You don't tell me your teeth don't feel clean after you eat a crunchy vegetable. <laughs> I've literally been living my whole life believing that's what a cruciferous vegetable was. Oh, gosh. It was amazing. But the cruciferous, the cruciferous vegetable, which is uh, cabbage, Brussels sprout, broccoli, cauliflower, uh, all those beet greens. Uh, they help take the pill. So there's the medicine and then there's also a ton of other stuff. And so your body sometimes looks at it and is like, hey, that's something I'm not super familiar with. And so it takes it down a path like mm-hmm. we talked about um, for whenever we talked about estrogen mm-hmm. and the receptors, how it could take it down a path that increases your cytochrome P450, which is a free radical. And so mm-hmm. that's what causes damage to those cells and causes the abnormal cells. And so what the um, cruciferous vegetables do is that it helps like add a carbohydrate mm-hmm. or whatever else you the sulfur or whatever it is that that specific thing needs so it gets digested like a carbohydrate or it gets digested like a food particle mm-hmm. versus like something that your body is not like familiar with so it helps decrease the free radical production in your body so cool. just if you are taking medicine eat your cruciferous vegetables close to whenever you take your medicine Yes. And don't drink. If you're taking sleeping pills, do not drink. Yeah. Please. Yeah. That's how you become a killer. It's how you become a killer. And then you're going to be like, I was on Ambien and I don't remember. Exactly. That's just going to be my, this podcast is now the, I can't ever do anything bad because they're going to be like, you've never taken Ambien. You guys are all holding Amanda accountable. I appreciate that. From being a murderer. Um, the only other, uh, Amino acid that we talked about a little bit last time, but then just talking about today uh, is just tryptophan. Mm -hmm. And uh, that that is actually a supplement that you could take uh, the turkey amino acid. Why people feel like you get tired after you eat turkeys because it's full of tryptophan. Mm -hmm. Um, That's one of the things that helps you just calm down the same as like serotonin and melatonin. Mm -hmm. Um, And it helps that like balance of hormones that we talked about um and most of the tryptophan got pulled off the market but there is still tryptophan available that's or you could take 5 htp um just as another alternative if you feel like you need to be taking something but we again 
Choose I recommend foods. yeah, and exercise. Yes. Choose choose eating turkey that has tryptophan in it versus taking a tryptophan. Yeah, taking a tryptophan pill. Right. So again, I just if I can make a plea, try these things before you go to medication. Yeah. Um and that's that. And that's that. We beat that horse. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we could talk for hours more about sleep. Yeah. Um, but I would like I, yeah, I would like to hit on a just yeah, couple talk. tiny tiny oh, things. Oh my goodness, yes. Essential oils. Oh my god. <laughs> so um I always pretty much only use lavender for sleep and yeah. I love it and um it's something I'm not anxious about putting on my sun or diffusing it's just really calming there's proof of it being calming yes so um did you know that i hated lavender until i was pregnant i hated the smell smell of of lavender it's not like something that i find attractive no it's just something that happens within i don't know what it is it triggers something yeah i'm sure that there's some like voodoo bible out there that says like it does something (laughs) within your chemistry yeah probably Probably does. I don't know, but it's it helps. So yeah. I recommend lavender, just calming, even the lavender bath. I think I, I might have yeah. mentioned that last week, if not, but like doing the magnesium flakes with and drop a couple drops of lavender in there. Yeah. No, I think that that's awesome. Again, if it's topical, um, just getting a good reputable company. I am right now just preaching super hard on Eden's Garden because yeah. they're California based and run by women. And I just really like them. Um, but of course there's like the typical top companies, which are multi-level marketing. So doTERRA, Young Living or Rocky Mountain, which is not multi-level and is an awesome one too. So Rocky Mountain oils. Um, but also frankincense is supposed to be great. Um, lemon, which you wouldn't think lemon is supposed to be like, when I think of lemon essential oil, when I smell it, I'm like, Revived. I think because it's yellow and it's like fresh. So you yeah. think, oh, that like citrus sun scent and just blah. reminds me of the day. Yeah. But I also know like lemon's really good at purifying. So it could be helping with that. Maybe that's why I slept good because whenever I was um, struggling with sleeping, whenever I was pregnant and everything was grossing me out smell wise, I slept with peppermint and lemon. Yeah. Perfect. And actually, peppermint and lemon. For you might have also been because you had that crazy cough forever. I did. That I re- w- that is why I started. I recommend that it. for um kids. Oh yeah. So peppermint um this is not FDA approved. Um peppermint can be risky a little bit with kids. Yeah. Um depending on the dosage and the amount. Um but that's what we used was like a drop of peppermint and lemon for coughing. Both of those things I'm sure are kind of calming though. Just like a good Yeah smell is really helpful (laughs) yeah i mean uh so at pure bar where i work we have some essential oils just up at the front yeah and women like will just put the peppermint on their hands and just like Mm -hmm. breathe it in and it's just like floating throughout the studio and it's the most invigorating like calming like everyone is like what is that smell i need it i'm like go go to the front (laughs) (laughs) just go to the front (laughs) and buy it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, I don't think we even like sell it. It's, it's just, just there. there. 
Like to like uh, Pure Bar, make Woodland sure people, Hills. Yeah, Pure Bar, Woodland Hills. Go see it. Go see me. They love you enough to let you smell peppermint for yeah. free. And uh, there's another one too that's always there, just for people Something to like good. be doing doing their thing. Living so, their I use lavender, like I said, but um, Roman chamomile, which is something that you probably could guess, but not something you might go buy. So if, if you're struggling with sleep, buy it. Um, try it. See what happens. You can even put these on you if it's a good company uh-huh. with a carrier oil. Um, a good company will give you directions whether or not it can be put directly onto the skin or needs a carrier oil. Yeah. Um, Angelica. 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 Like Rugrat. Lang Lang. I hate that one. It's always so hard to say. <laughs> I like the smell of it though, but the yang yang is very says hard to it's say. shown to greatly decrease sex related anxiety. Huh. Yeah. Huh. So if that's what's keeping you awake at night. <laughs> Ariana. There you, you go. You should probably for take sure. This. Yes, Ariana from Vanderpump Rules would probably We love trash television. I'm sorry, yes. guys. I actually love her though. I do too. Um, neroli. Oh yeah, I like the smell. That one's mm-hmm. like kind of a like an earthy. Yeah, right? it smells good. It smells like orangey. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, um, this says like mixing neroli with frankincense and lavender makes like a great inhaler. Juniper berry, cumin, which is smells like or spelled like cumin. <laughs> Bergamot, which. I've never thought about a bergamot oil. Uh huh. Bergamot. Is bergamot? that right? I think I always say bergamot. bergamot. I think I say bergamot because it's B E J. Yeah, there's no R G A O T M O T M O T. Yeah, there's no N, but for some reason I thought it's bergamot. This okay, I say. Um, oh shoot! What do I say wrong? I say B O T H. Botch. B O T H. It's botch. <laughs> it's both. <laughs> I can't catch you. Okay, sorry. It's a That's as bad as botch. No, it's still the word. (laughs) I'm saying both, but I'm Uh, saying both. (laughs) Okay. That was really long. Uh, Okay. Okay. Whoa. That was hilarious. Oh, we just cried a lot. (laughs) I'm crying so hard at that. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Bergamot. Bergamot. It's supposed to be great. That's my favorite tea in, um, oh gosh, Earl Grey. I can't recover. You can't. Earl Grey. Earl Grey. Delish. Oh. Um, but that's caffeine Grey in it. Is a black tea? Yeah, that's what it I is. But it's supposed to mix tea, or mix well within teas, <clears throat> uh, blends with oil. <laughs> Do you know what I actually read that I found super contradictory and I didn't dive into it because I just didn't want to like dig up whatever, but you said um, that 
black, like bergamot is good and it's a black tea and it has caffeine. Caffeine, so like coffee actually is a good source of melatonin, mm. which doesn't make any sense because right. it's like it's releasing the melatonin, but then it also has the caffeine. So it's like, <gasps> yeah. So again, maybe just drinking that caffeine before noon. Yeah. Every like six hours before you want to go to bed. Um, but hopefully that melatonin is just like sticking in for like later. And then Valerian's the last one. Valerian, that's what we Which talked you about. Said, Valerian, yep. yeah. So it, it can like detox your emotions. <laughs> that's hilarious that that's what it says. <laughs> that's so LA description. Yeah, it'll it'll just detox oh. your soul so that you feel like you're just in tune with the earth. Yeah, and you'll be ready to just embrace the sleep. Yeah. Just have your gratitude. Have your gratitude for the sun. And valerian root. And valerian root. Which I feel like is a poison too, isn't it? I don't think so. I feel like if I went back to some of those crazy movies like the Civil War ones, I could find something about valerian <laughs> Get root. Get the honey! <laughs> Get the honey! Um, I, I will... The one like, thing I did look up to that it was like, there's a specific type of valerian that is... That works. And so I'm sure that that's what the like mm. valerian is. Of this is that supposed to be safe. Essential oil. Yeah. It's like valerian um, starts with an I. So it's like valerian. La, 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 la. Mm-hmm. Can't remember. But that's the like type that's been the studied the most for the most beneficial effects. I'm really good at science. So it's like, oh, la, la. <laughs> I'm you still know? laughing at me saying freaking botch. I really appreciate it. <laughs> It just humbles us a little bit. You know, it takes you down a peg where you're like, I'm doing so good at life. Yeah, you just and then you're botch. like, <laughs> All right. That's all know, I've got. I didn't know how to respond to you because of the fact that like, like you were so serious. And I was like, you didn't say the word. Like You said the wrong word. That made word. no sense at all. It's okay. Oh, um yeah, and I think that one of the things that I am going to start implementing into, like, mine and Kyle's life um, that will be a future update is ashwagandha mm-hmm. and potentially CBD, which we'll talk about later on. But ashwagandha first, yeah. just for Kyle's anxiety, um, because he is taking, like, some medicine that I would like him to get off of, like, yeah. down the road. Um, and uh, eventually... That's the, that's the goal. But hmm. yeah. And so hopefully I'll be able to talk about it in the future episodes. Yes. Okay. So while that was sleep part two, I hope that was helpful. If anything, we just needed it for our own consciousness, consciences. What's the word for that? Consciousness. Conscience. Consciousness. I'm talking about like what makes you feel bad or good. Like it's conscious. Conscience? Whatever you guys know what I'm talking about. Your conscience? I'm thinking like Pinocchio, like Your Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> <laughs> what the crap? Just let me sit here and eat my seaweed and calm. Your, your conscience that sits yes. on your shoulder. We just needed to have this second like follow-up, wrap it up episode just to say like, try these things. Try, reach out message us on like you can dm us on instagram or twitter and just like ask our opinion or advice we're not doctors amanda kind of is i mean i have my master's yeah but but like we're happy to just 
talk through things and try to figure out if there's ways for you to avoid being on these crazy um, medicines yeah. that are out there. Also, um, Jonna had asked me a question about how many hours we should be getting asleep, hours of sleep a night. And it's all based on you and yourself where it's basically like that circadian rhythm mm-hmm. where you're finding your own balance of like going to sleep at the same time every night and waking up at the same time every morning. And so you'll find the hours that work best for you based on your own individual circadian rhythm. Right. Most majority, though, is between like six to eight. That's mm-hmm. like where most people like land on like being successful. Less than six is what we talked about, where it's like that could lead to hormonal disruption, hormonal all disruption, sorts of stuff. eating more the next day, all that jazz. So, um, yeah, we l- would love to hear from you what you guys do for sleeping, um, how you guys have implemented some of the things that we've talked about, because we've definitely this has been the most like like self-reflection podcasts that we've done where it's like I need to change a lot of things in my life yeah and I feel like it does affect a lot of our other topics that we wanted to touch on of things that I've even or I've tried in my life or you've tried that are like symptoms yeah of potentially just bad sleep totally yeah for sure again for mental health awareness month we do want to talk about that more in the future yeah. and there are things that like i've talked about with like anxiety or that i've thought about with anxiety mm-hmm. and talked to amanda about not you guys yet and different things yeah. that we do want to offer just from personal life experience in future episodes but since it is that month right now with sleep being our topic that it kind of a lot of it goes back to sleep it for sure does so if you're having a hard time again just try these things first do your best to rest and yes. not fill your mind before you go to sleep, even though that's hard. Um, yeah. And reach out. Yeah. All right. Well, that's sleep part two. Sleep part two. We love you guys. Love you so much. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you later. Yay. Bye. Bye.